welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelley Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates and, well, that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided we are going to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. Because what is dating if not investing your time, your energy, and your heart into a relationship with your favorite person? What is dating if not, I don't know, realizing that you're both bisexual because of Velma in the live-action Scooby-Doo movie? We're not dating at all. So let's do this. What a wild and and crazy journey it's been. Have a great summer. Hags. Hags. Hack-ass. Hack-ass? Tell me you know what that is. Okay, have a cool... It's a K. Have a kind... Have a kind-ass summer. (laughs) Kick-ass! There it is. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like... What 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 kind of like nice word could you put in with a K? But it's it's, it's like a kick ass. It's, it's like a kick double. ass summer. People felt really cool when they wrote that. You have a kick ass summer. Wow, my friends would write pages. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. In my, I, I really didn't have space for anyone to write like hags or hack ass because it's just they would actually they would bring their own piece of paper and like staple it in. Yep, totally. It was like a status thing in your yearbook. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was so important to like if you didn't save somebody like a whole page that was going to be an issue. It was. That was clearly stating to them that you are not important enough to me. These other friends are getting a whole page, but you I don't think so. Also, it was kind of fun to know like Because you could kind of tell who liked who by how much they wrote, too. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, you know, one person, you wouldn't have expected them to write so much, but then they did. And you're like, oh, I feel like that's kind of a vibe. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Throwing some energy my way. Oh, my God. In my sixth grade yearbook, Andrew Samiento. Andrew Samiento. He didn't write a lot, but he did actually write Have a Kick-Ass Summer, and he was in sixth grade. Oh, my God. What a badass. That was so cool. He's so cool. He's so cool. Oh, my what God. What is Andrew up to these days? I have no idea. Have I tried to, like, insta-stalk him? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't really post very much. The last thing I saw, he was at, like, a music festival years and years and years ago. Oh, but you found him. I did find him. I mean, he's still fine as hell. Well, he, I mean, it's Andrew Samiento. Andrew, he is keeping it tight. He is absolutely keeping it tight. He lost the fro. Okay. But he looks good. Still looks like a sexy dingo. You know what I mean? A what? <laughs> he always looked like a dingo to me. Like the animal? Like the animal. But like a sexy. A <laughs> like sexy a, version. Like a sexy dingo. Okay. Okay, I can roll with this. <laughs> so... You know, Andrew, if you're somehow listening to this. Do you think he doesn't insta-stalk you? You know, no, I don't think he does. What if he does? What if he just checks in every, like, year or two? I mean, honestly, that'd be amazing. Part of the reason why I, like, you know, keep it tight mm-hmm. and uh, really post, like, the best things about of me on my Instagram is in case of things like this where Andrew Samiento. Right. He's like, what is Shelly Norfleet up to these days? Oh, my God. She's fly as fuck. Oh, my God. Why don't you just send him a friend request? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you don't want to throw vibes that hard. No, I don't want to throw vibes that hard. Because what if what if they're returned? What if they're not returned? There's just too many options. Yeah. This this is just you want it to be an unanswered question. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay. I don't just want, in I case. Don't want any what if he threw vibes? What if he sent out that friend request or that follow request? I mean, on site, bro. On really? Site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cap. I don't know. I'm just trying words now. <laughs> yeet. 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 Skirt. Skirt. Yeet, bro. <laughs> Is there anyone like that from your youth? Um. So from freshman year to the end of sophomore year, I had a really big crush on this trumpet in the marching band because I was in color guard. Like a, a person playing it, not the actual instrument. Not the instrument. <laughs> okay, Although, great. to be honest, all the people that played trumpets were hot. Like that just. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there were so many that I could name drop right now that were all really attractive. Um, but the one I had my eye on specifically, his name's Justin Hershey. Ooh. What a great name, right? That's a really good name. His name is Justin Hershey. Justin Hershey? Justin Hershey. Oh, my God. Like Justin. the chocolate. Ugh, I love the chocolate. So decadent. So decadent. Okay, here's the thing. He's still really good at trumpet. He plays in, like, a jazz band. I actually ended up seeing him on campus at Saddleback Community College. Did you say hi? Um, yeah, we said hi to each other and we were, ta- we were chatting and I was there for school reasons. Um, and he was there because he was at rehearsal for the jazz band. Nice. And they have a really good jazz band there. Yeah. Anyway, we exchanged numbers <gasps> and I'm pretty sure he was kind of throwing out like a what if, Ooh. which felt very flattering. Yeah. But I wasn't interested at that point. I wasn't dating anybody else. It just like. You know? It's a terrible story. I I know. It was a little (laughs) disappointing. But he just, there's nothing against him. I just kind of got the vibes that his his life hadn't really changed since high school. Yeah. And my life has changed so much since high school. And I just felt like perhaps I had outgrown what he could offer. I completely understand that. I have, I mean, I was a bit boy crazy in high school Mm -hmm. and elementary school and middle school and preschool. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. That tracks. And so I had a lot of crushes throughout the years. I've kept tabs on some of them, and I'm, like, thoroughly disappointed by a lot of them. Oh, no. Just because they seem, like you said, to kind of stay where they're at and be happy where they're at. And and that's great. And I'm really glad that they, you know, find happiness and who am I to judge how they find fulfillment in their life. Totally. But it's just where they're at and the fact that they haven't progressed very much is not as attractive to me anymore. It was attractive to me in high school because it seemed so like, ooh, they're so cool for high school. But now they're still so cool for high school. I know. (laughs) It's not. You want them to grow and mature and find new interests and move away. Yeah. And like be, I don't know, you want a little like a little life experience, a little story. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of them haven't even left Irvine, which I think is probably the most unattractive quality to me because I think Irvine is just how do how do you want to stay there? How do you like want to have your whole life there and not or at least move away, see the world, then come back because it's right. a safe place to live and start a family. But I mean, but Irvine is kind of beige. It's so beige. It's just kind of like yep. It 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 is it is a uh, a piece of bread. It is um, it is it is clay from Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah. Who actually the actor turned out to not be bred anymore. He's pretty hot now. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm very surprised. Okay. Did a great job in the role, but he was just, 
He was so boring. Yeah, I think he he probably got more interesting in later seasons, but especially season one, he was a piece of white bread. He was a piece of white bread, yeah. So we called him bread. And now he, you know, Dylan Minnette, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's like in a band. He like dyed his hair platinum blonde. He's so hot. What? Now. Yeah, he looks really good. Oh, my God. Dylan, get so, it. Okay. Yeah, he, he could get it. Uh, and if you're listening to this, Dylan, um, my DMs are open. Ooh, wow. An open request. Hey, more than I'd give Andrew Samiento. Oh, my <laughs> God. Nervous. You don't want to shout out our Andrew? Shout out Andrew. Tell him to slide. Because <laughs> this is like indirect. You know, you're not like you're not like following him and hoping he follows you back. You're right. You're right. All right. Andrew Samiento with a little asterisk. Why do we keep saying asterisk? You if keep I can't, bringing it up. <laughs> I can't say it. Little asterisk. That you're maybe not the same person you were when I knew you in elementary school. <laughs> if you were new and improved or still cool, but in like a more modern way. Yeah. Slide into those DMs. They're open. Yeah. Andrew, if you're still a hottie with a body, mm. slide in. But also like a hottie with some thought tees, but like not like thoughts, like the T-H-O-T-S. Right. But like thoughts, like T-H-O-U-G-H. Right. Like you use your brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's attractive to me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Bring it, Andrew. Bring it, Andrew. Although we do have a saying in this house, never trust an Andrew. Never trust an Andrew. I think we've brought this up when we talked about Andrew Garfield, which so. for me hurts because yeah. I want to be able to trust him. But it it has just proven true every single time. Anytime we I think know. about making an exception to the rule. I know. It's so disappointing. What about an Andy? What about our friend, Andy Roberts? Well, okay. I think that generally the rule is kind of in a more dating capacity or like crush capacity. Okay. Andy Roberts is, you know, an older gay man. Yes, we do love him. We do love him so much. And he is trustworthy. He is. Yeah. But I do think that Andy's can trick you. I think Andy's, you know, you think like, oh, they don't go by Andrew. They're really cool and like down to earth. And, you know, they don't care about all that bullshit that Andrews care about. And then they, you know, they just sneak up and they disappoint you. Yeah. They're little, they're sneaky, sneaky bitches. Sneaky bitches. Okay. What about Drews? Are they sneaky bitches also? God damn it. Because we know a Drew that we love so much. This is what I'm saying. We know an Andy that we love. We know a Drew that we love. How do we how do we reconcile this with our um, our valid opinion of Very Andrews? Valid. What is life if you don't you know open yourself up to to heartbreak? And so I think with Andy's and Drews, you got to take a chance on them, but you can't be surprised if they turn around and stab you in the back because mm-hmm. because you made those exceptions. Yeah, you know. Okay, I'm gonna throw throw something else at you. Okay. Okay. What if they're women? Andy with an I or an IE or Drew. Trustworthy. And here's why. Why? Because I don't think that any of those are short for Andrew. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's good to know. But if there is a woman out there named Andrew, I don't trust you. I don't Mm, trust you at all. Yeah. I would have a hard time trusting an Andrew. Yeah. In any capacity. In any capacity. Yeah. I've just been, you know, we've been burned so many times. Mm-hmm. So I don't care if you're, you know, a man, a woman, uh, someone undecided or someone decided but in between. Mm-hmm. 
I don't trust you if you're an Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have chosen the name Andrew for yourself, oh my God. get the fuck out of here. Why would you do that? Why would you do that when you know how we feel about it? Why would you raise that red flag immediately? Honestly. Upon meeting you, I now know that you are an untrustworthy person. It's like you're a ship and you've raised a big old red flag sail. Mm-hmm. Like, get out of here. And we're going to be like, Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, swim to that ship. Mm-mm. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna avoid that ship, and not. Um, yep. Not sail in its path. That's right. Yeah. I mean, we're not calling anybody out specifically, except that if you're in our lives and you're an Andrew, we are calling you out. We are absolutely calling you out specifically. Yeah, um, and you know who you are because your name is Andrew. Yeah, and you know what you did, or if you didn't, that's also bad. That's, that is bad, right? Yeah. Do some self-reflection and figure it out. <laughs> if you don't know why you've wronged us, then that's on you, and <laughs> not at all on us for not telling you about it. <laughs> that's right. No, you should just figure it out. <laughs> So hi, Bonnie. Hi, Shelly. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Shelly. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, how are you? How was your week? My week was good this week. I got a switch. I know. That's it was delivered today. You were waiting for so long for this switch. Because I ordered it last week, and it only just came. I'm so happy because I had started a Breath of the Wild game on Moby's switch, our neighbor. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I decided to get a switch myself because so many of us wanted to play Breath of the Wild. And we all couldn't play at the same time. So now I got my own switch and now I finally get to play Breath of the Wild. I've been waiting for a whole last week. I would like to point out that like not only did you get your own switch because of this whole situation, which is a very valid reason to want your own switch, but you got a switch and then you got controllers. Yeah. Uh, and... Two games. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think, like, all in one day, and the whole thing cost you, like, $500. Kind it of did. on a whim. <laughs> it did, and I don't regret it, and I'm excited about it. Because the controllers I got are Zelda-themed. Mm-hmm. They're the new ones. Yeah. I think they're Skyward Sword-themed, but I'm... I really only ever played Ocarina of Time, and then now Breath of the Wild, but I have such a tangible relationship with the Zelda series. I love them so much. This was a treat. It yeah. was a little prezzy. Absolutely. I mean, anything that makes you happy, especially in these times, fucking do it. Thanks, man. So I'm happy for you. You're also happy for me because now there's a switch in my house and uh, you live here and you get to play it. What? <laughs> no, I'm happy for you for uh, other reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, for not those reasons. Totes. So how was your week? My week has been good. I have something that you don't know about. Ooh. And I don't know how much to, you know, talk about on here. So I'm I'm just going to change names. Okay. Am I going to know who you changed? I think by the, the name that I'm going to choose, okay. you'll, you'll get a hint. Okay. I'm going to call him Hugh Grant. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spoke to Hugh Grant this you week. You spoke to Hugh Grant? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Wait, for real? <laughs> Uh, no, I, I'm excited about the, the the real person. The real person, yeah, Hugh Grant. Okay, <laughs> and not the not Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant. who's actually the real the real Hugh Grant. Right, right, right. I'm I'm excited about the person that you're talking in code about. Great, perfect. Yeah. Yes, I spoke to to Hugh Grant, and oh my god, I keep running into these fucking blinds. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> you gotta chill out with the blinds. <laughs> yes, I spoke to him, and it was interesting and unexpected. 
Um, and I'll get into that in like a second. I'm going to okay. give a little bit of background in to how I know Hugh Grant. Yeah, I would love to know how you know Hugh Grant. <laughs> um, I met Hugh Grant, I think, I think in 2018. Um, what? Yeah, I think so. It, maybe maybe 2019. I was working at Team One at the time. And I know this because we had a date in the parking lot of Team One. Uh-huh. So we met on a dating app. We decided to go on a date. He's from the UK, which is why I'm calling him Hugh Grant. And not another reason. He generally reminds me of Hugh Grant. And I didn't think anything was going to come of it because he was literally leaving for Mexico the night of our date. And I like I drove him to the airport after. But it went really well. We really hit it off. Um, we really hit it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next day, while he was in Mexico, he just started talking to me, like texting me. And so we ended up talking on and off for two, maybe going on three years now. Yep. I had feelings for him and it felt like they were reciprocated, but there's never anything that could have come of it because he lives in a different country. Right. Basically, we just we have kind of stayed friends with like virtual <laughs> benefits, basically, and have acknowledged that we liked each other at some point. It's been really tough for me in a lot of situations. A lot of our conversations, you and I have been dominated by talking about that for a yeah. while. And so we hadn't talked for a, a, a while this past time, I think since before my birthday in March. But it was his birthday a couple of days ago. So I just wanted to, you know, tell him happy birthday. Okay. And I kind of didn't expect to hear from him because we, I felt like we weren't talking for a reason, mm -hmm. but nothing had been said. And so he responded back pretty quickly and he was like, hey, it's so nice to hear from you. Uh, thanks for the birthday wishes. Like, how are you doing? So I told him that, you know, I'm, I'm doing pretty well overall. I'm still working for Alex. I actually got to direct a commercial uh, recently, which is really exciting and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and asked how he was doing. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, I'm, you know, I'm doing really well, traveling a bunch. He listed all the different places he's going to. And then he said, I also have a girlfriend, which is cool. Um, <laughs> damn it, Hugh Grant. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Is it that, is it that friend? I think it is. Motherfucker. Because he told me her name. He said she's called blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to give her name out. Let's call her, I guess. Uh, who, who's Julia Roberts? Julia Roberts, and she's really nice, and you know she's not too pleased that I'm moving to Africa in six for six months. <laughs> He's giving me so much information. What the fuck? <laughs> and then he asked if I had, you know, if I was seeing anybody. We had a very honest situationship, and um, because there was like feelings involved, and it was like a friends and benefits kind of thing, but we were far from each other. We had to date other people, obviously. And so we wanted to be open and honest about it. And so when the last time we spoke, we had a FaceTime and he told me that there was this girl, one of his best friends from school, who told him that she had feelings for him and he wasn't sure how to feel about it. He never saw her in the light. He wasn't sure if anything was going to come of it. And that was one of the last times we spoke. So I had a feeling yeah. that he had a girlfriend. Uh huh. I actually really appreciate him bringing this up early in the conversation and just like outwardly saying it and not being like, hey, so I uh, can't really talk to you. Can't really care about anything that's going on in your life because I have a girlfriend. But just like, I have a girlfriend. So that's a cool update. Yeah. You guys, you and Hugh. Yeah, me and Hugh Grant. <laughs> would, you and Hugh Grant would always like 
it's like you were water with each other. You would like flow into friendship and then also then flow into not friendship, like more than friendship. And then it would just sort of like be really malleable. Yeah. And sometimes you felt one way about it and sometimes you felt another way about it. And I feel like it's probably the same on his end too. I think so. Yeah. So it, it makes sense that like now that he has a girlfriend, you guys, you guys are just like becoming water in the friend area. Yeah. And and I think that's part of the reason why, I mean, one of the reasons I, my reaction to that was kind of unexpected. Like I, I had always had these suspicions, not always, but since we stopped talking, had these suspicions, but I would never knew how I'd handled the information once I found out for sure one way or the other. Yeah. And I was one really happy for him. Oh, okay. Because, great. because if this is the person that I think it is, like that could be the start of something really good. Right. Like a best friend from high school who like wants to be more, always had a crush on you kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. Like that. I, those like are things- Andrew saw me in, so. <laughs> Except we weren't best friends. If I know, only. and I wasn't best friends with Justin Hershey, but what are you going to do? do? It's the start of a. Of a Beautiful movie a romance. Beautiful, yeah, with Hugh Grant, Julia Roberts. Are you kidding me? That's right. I'll watch Starring that movie roles. any day of the week. That's right. So I was happy for him for that reason. And I was also, like, relieved. Were you? Like, I felt kind of free because because of the way that we met and the fact that we hit it off immediately and that we stayed in touch for so long. It was like headed towards the one that got away kind of thing because yeah. it just never felt like we were going to get a chance to do anything. And not that if we were, you know, if our situations changed or we were in the same place, that anything would come of it. But like we never got any sort of chance to figure out if anything could be anything. So I was always in the back of my mind wondering about that. And when I was like starting to try and date other people, I was either comparing them to him or like worried about like if I decided to get into a long term relationship and then, you know, he told me that he wanted to, you know, try something, like, what would I do? Because I probably would try it. Right. And so I was always consumed by that, even though it was probably just me building things up in my head. Um, I don't know that it was. Like, he he would respond in such a way that, like, would make you feel like that was a possibility. Yeah. And I honestly think it maybe was a possibility for him at one point, too. I, I mean, I think so. I, I tend to try and downplay it, especially when we weren't talking, because I I – trying to stop liking him. Yeah, yeah. But I was so consumed by it for so long. And every time I would try to get out, he'd pull me back in because I would, you know, I I was going to London at one point and it would be stupid to go and not see him. So I ended up staying with him for a couple of days. And then he was going to move here mm-hmm. and like move to LA. And I was like helping him look at like how to apply for a visa. And then COVID happened and then he wasn't going to move, but he was going to come travel here. And there were like always reasons to hold on just a little bit longer, even when things were like hard and it, and it was holding me back. And now this is a line in the sand for me. Yeah. I'm not going to sit back and like hope that things don't work out or like wait for this to run its course. Like I want this to be a long thing for him and I want to be free from it and I feel like I am. That's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Plus the time, I think the space that you guys took from each other probably is helping Absolutely. you take it like this too. Yeah. So uh, it was smart that you took that space. Yeah, because I felt like for the first time with this space, especially because I was assuming that he was in a relationship, I wasn't you know, having him at the back of my mind all the time. Obviously, there were times where I would, like, think about him and wonder what he was up to, but I didn't really let it go that 
far. I didn't want it to go any farther than just thinking about it. And so by the time that it happened, it I kind of had the writing on the wall, but it it was just like a very clear, like, be free. Mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend, be free. <laughs> you, I'm not going to pull you back in anymore. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm happy for you, man. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's a nice, I love that you felt relieved. Yeah. How unexpected and lovely. I know. I, I really thinking about this when I first heard about her and all the things that possibly could happen and like how our relationship would change. I was so nervous that it was going to happen. And I was like dreading it. And I was like, oh, gosh, like what's going to like, how am I I'm not going to have this person in my life anymore? But like, that's not doesn't have to be the case. And I don't think that we have to like be fr- like best friends or talk every day. But like, I, I know that if we don't talk for months and I reach out to him and like, just want to know how he's doing, I can. Yeah. And, and it's okay to have a relationship just like that, even though that's not where I wanted to, it to go for so long. I, I, I don't know. I just feel really good about it. Yay. Yay. I like this for you. Thank you. I do too. But let's talk about our challengers now. Yeah, because that's really the most significant update from my end was us doing our dad's day yesterday. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, my God. God, it was fun. Oh, my God. We, deter- we, we discovered so much about ourselves and about dads in general. Yeah, because, like, we, we got to talking about our dads and, like, what – they would eat what they would wear, like as we went shopping for at we went shopping at thrift stores for outfits and stuff. So we got to like learn all about each other's dads, which I think makes this a very successful challenger. Yeah, I agree. When when I issued it, I was kind of worried because I was dressing as my dad, you were dressing as your dad. I was like, I don't know how we're gonna learn very much about each other or ourselves and yeah. doing this. But but we ended up I ended up learning a lot about your dad and like times that you remember you know, going to dinner with him and the things he would order and mm-hmm. and just the outfits that we were like trying to pull and like remembering it, like remembering how my stepdad dresses and uh, down doing it down to the, the socks and the sandals. Yeah, you really looked incredible. I felt incredible. I wish you could have found the cell phone clip, oh my God. the belt loop cell phone clip. Yeah. Because that would have really made it like a 10 out of 10. But yeah. honestly, it was like a 9.9 out of 10. I, I appreciate that. I've I've never felt better. Dads dress so comfortably. Oh, my God. We were so comfortable all day. The entire fucking day. I was wearing socks and sandals and loving it, bro. Yep. Leather Velcro sandals. Oh, my God. I ended up in a cargo shorts, oversized T-shirt combo Mm -hmm, that said mm -hmm. our last name. Because it's from this pub in Ireland that is owned by, I guess, distant relatives of mine. Oh, wow. Um, well, we have the same last name, so I assume. Yeah. Some I believe related. Yeah. We got to do that 23andMe. We got to do 23andMe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as far as I know, I'm mostly Scottish, but also Irish. And so there's got to be some relation. Got to be something. But it was fun. It was so good. And then we ended up FaceTiming my dad. So that he could see my outfit. And the best part about that was that when we did that, you held the phone so he could see my whole outfit. And I just was like, who am I? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. Like, what What are you talking about? And anybody. It, he was like, he was like anybody from Southern California. I don't know. Like you're wearing flip flops. And then I was like, just, just let me talk to Laura, which is his wife. 
And he found Laura. And then I asked Laura, I was like, Laura, who am I? And she takes one look at me and is like, oh, you. (laughs) (laughs) And then my dad got it, which was great. But it just, it really made me feel good about my choice and outfit. Yeah, like she got it immediately Mm -hmm. upon looking at you. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. And then we spent all day watching the Olympics. Yeah, which was Weirdly so interesting. Like, I know that the Olympics are kind of the penultimate in sports. Did I use that right? I felt... Not really. Okay, great. Pinnacle? Are you looking for pinnacle? No, I feel like it's penultimate. Penultimate is one step below ultimate. Yeah, and the ultimate is... Damn it. I really tried. I was going to dig myself out of that, but I couldn't. Then it's the ultimate. Fine. Okay, yeah. It's the fucking ultimate in sports. (laughs) So I know it's going to naturally be a little bit more interesting in general, but I learned because I actually, as a dad, you know, it was part of my, like, I was like playing the role. I'm going to sit down and watch sports. I learned that I actually really like sports. Sports are fun. They are so fun and interesting. The only reason I thought that I didn't like sports is because of men. (laughs) (laughs) Because every time I've been, you know, exposed to sports or like had to sit down and watch it, it was because a man was like making me watch it or like was watching it and didn't really want to like stop watching it to interact with me or like was trying to explain it to me in a very like you don't get it kind of way. Yeah. They're being really gatekeepy about it. Yeah. Or they're like so into it and they're like, yeah, go my team. Other teams suck. Go my team. But it's like sitting down and watching it and like being in awe of the athleticism and like the, the human you know, tests of strength and all the the abilities that all these people had. That's what was interesting to me. Yeah. And and I didn't think that I liked sports. And I was like going through all the different sports with you. And I was like, okay, but I like this, but I don't think I like this sport. Actually, this is a pretty interesting sport if you think about it, <laughs> but I probably don't like, no, I like that one too. God damn it. Men just ruin sports for me. Yeah, it's just the people that watch it get super into it and then, like, decide whether or not you're allowed to watch it. Yeah. Based on their criteria, which is dumb. Yeah. But I I really like, as a human being, I think I'm really interested in process rather than result. And, I mean, I love the Olympics because I, I really like watching the best of the best, right? I think what I really loved was more than like who was winning was like why they were winning Mm. and what skills did they have? Like what technique did they have? What, what is it about the sport that requires this? Why do their bodies move like this? Like I was super into all of those like details about it. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool, especially like the swimming competitions where you have that underwater shot of their bodies fucking just being jelly. That was my favorite. God damn. It's so impressive and weird. It's super weird. Like them doing the butterfly. Yeah. And like how we got to this point of like, I'm not only going to swim, I'm going to make a career out of it. I'm going to compete against other people who can swim and I'm going to do very specific moves while I swim as fast as I can. That's just so weird from, you know, swimming to get from one place to another or like to cross a body of water. Right. Also different than exercising. Yeah. Like swimming as exercise. Yeah. Or recreation. Yeah. Like sports swimming. Someone decided that this is, this is their thing. Yeah. And then everybody else followed in suit. And it's so cool. It's very cool. Also because you took a nap, which was also very fatherly of you to take a really like a, like a nap in the living room. Yep. 
while you were napping, I watched the first episode of this documentary on Michael Jordan called The Last Dance, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, Dax and Monica can't stop talking about on Armchair. So I had already been like leaning towards watching watching it. Um, But then it's about basketball, right? So I figured my dad would totally watch it. Um, and I started watching it and I was like, holy shit, this is a good documentary. <laughs> and I got super into it. And I, I think basketball is one of the more entertaining sports, but I still don't follow it. But this is like, this is really cool. Like, it's like what I love documentaries plus what my dad loves basketball. Yeah. And it was really fun to watch because it was all, it was on something new that I hadn't really explored a ton about like I know a lot about the Lakers but less so about like Michael Jordan and the Bulls and stuff that's so funny I actually I would I heard bits of it while I was napping Mm -hmm. I was just like why is the Olympics talking about Michael Jordan (laughs) (laughs) hey he's a gold medalist I think is he let me double check because I did I did do a Wikipedia dive on him and Pau Gasol because there was also a Spanish basketball game on at the Olympics um which he's playing in oh cool so I did a deep dive. Pau Gasol is a really good person. Oh. Yeah, he's that. a really good person. Anyway, and his daughter's middle name is Gianna, uh, after uh, Gianna Bryant. Uh, I know. Oh I God. know. Anyway, I'm going to double check whether or not Michael Jordan's a gold medal winner, because I think, he, I'm pretty sure he is, but I want to double check. I believe it. I mean, he's fucking Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, yeah. Of course. Two gold medals. Wow. 1984 and 1992 Olympics. Oh, wow. He's been in the game for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The documentary is all about his final season with the Bulls. Yeah, which was in 97. Oh. Something like that. Maybe 87. I'm really fuzzy on the timeline, bro. I don't know a lot about (laughs) basketball. But we're talking about it. We're talking about it. So we're experts. We are experts. Yeah. Okay, I've been practicing this for a little bit, so let me um, let me just hit you with an, a new little song. Oh, okay, great. I'm, yeah, I love your songs. Thank you. Yeah, it's time for mind meld. So when you say you've been working on it, do you mean like since I didn't notice it last time? Mm-hmm. You've been like trying to make it more noticeable. Well, I've been singing it around the apartment. <laughs> you noticed? <laughs> I actually have. <laughs> trying to get it in your little ear. <laughs> Which one's my little ear? <laughs> <laughs> the left one. <laughs> oh, burn on Shelly. Burn on Shelly. <laughs> uh, okay, well, can, can you hit it one more time? All right, here we go, here we go. It's time for Mind Meld. All right, all right, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, nice. And do, you I like wanna, this? do you want to add on to it at all? Yeah, can, oh, one more time, one more, one more time. time. Okay, okay. It's time for Mind Melt. It's time for Mind Melt. <laughs> oh, that's a deep, <laughs> deep note for you. Yeah, I can't wait when we switch and I sing the Mind Melt. Oh, you, want, you want to switch right yeah, now? Yeah, let's switch. It's time for Mind Melt. It's time for Mind Melt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully this segment goes better than that. <laughs> it should. We just loved this segment so much from last time. 
I wonder why. It couldn't be because we ended up talking about Shrek, one of my favorite subjects. Absolutely not. Definitely wasn't because of that. (laughs) I can't believe where we got to from that conversation. And it just makes me excited to see what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, We're just mind melding until we find a new conversation topic. And that's what we're going to talk about. That we both agree on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it'll be very clear how we agree. Yeah. you'll, You'll get it. Yeah. Okay. So you ready? Yeah. Okay. One, two, wait, is it three, two, one, or one, two, three? I tend to go three, two, one. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Three, two, one. Pineapple. Okay. Okay. Pineapple and fork. Okay. Three, two, one. Tiki torch. Okay. Interesting. Three, two, one. Hibiscus. Okay. Three, two, one. Hawaii. Damn it. I thought you were leading it there. No, I wasn't. (laughs) I don't lead in mind meld. We mind our melds. We mind our melds. We mind our melds. I really do want to talk about my plumeria, though, (laughs) but I guess not today. (laughs) There is a plumeria story, but I guess we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see if we mind meld plumeria next week. Oh, God. What did we say? Plumeria and Hawaii. Plumeria and Hawaii. Okay. Three, two, one. Rain. What did you say? Rain. Rain. I heard brain and I was like, I got nothing there. (laughs) Plants and rain. Plants and rain. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're just going really well. Three, two, one. Precipitation. What the fuck? (laughs) going poorly. <laughs> Sprouts and precipitation. This is about to get weird. Oh, God. Okay. It's about to get real weird. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Whole Petrichor. <laughs> what? <laughs> Petrichor. Petrichor? It's the smell of dust after rain. I learned that from Doctor Who. Whoa. I've never heard that word before. Mm. Petrichor. And Whole Foods. And Whole Foods. <laughs> God damn it. I got it. Oh. Uh, smell of dirt after rain? Dust. Dust. The smell of dust after rain. Okay. Great. Three, two, one. Oatmeal cookies. What? I thought you were going to want to talk about the oatmeal cookies from Whole Foods that you love. I'm not leading this either, bro. But I'm trying to mind meld with you. I know you're not leading it. I'm just trying to, like, see where your mind is Mm. going, you know? Yeah. I said bentonite clay, which is a clay mask that you could get from Whole Foods. Right. Okay. 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 Oatmeal (laughs) cookies and bentonite clay. Oatmeal cookies and bentonite clay. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Apple cider vinegar? No. Okay. Should we just start over or should we keep going with this one? I feel like. Do you think we we can get somewhere? We could. It's just going to take a while. Well, you know, this is this is the sort of like yeah, this is the journey of mind melds. Okay. Sometimes it takes like an hour. (laughs) That's going to be really exciting for anyone listening to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just you know it's. It's going great. All right, well, let's, let's rapid fire them then. Okay, sorry, what did you say? I said oatmeal mask. Oatmeal mask 
And I said apple cider vinegar. Apple cider vinegar. Okay. Three, two, one. Witch hazel. Three, two, one. Cereal. Tea tree oil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Three, two, one. Corn flakes. Okay, cornflakes and lavender. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Honey. Syrup. Okay. 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 Three, uh, two, one. Sugar. Uh, oatmeal. <laughs> no! Did you say oatmeal again? I didn't say oatmeal. Oh my God. Oatmeal okay. and sugar. sugar. Okay. 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 Three, two, one. Brown Brown sugar. sugar. Yeah. (laughs) How do we talk about brown sugar, Bonnie? I don't know, man. How do we have a whole... We have to talk about brown sugar, though. We agreed. We did. On this topic. Isn't, Isn't there a nickname for Derek Morgan? Isn't it brown sugar? Is this established or are you just making this right now? I thought that Penelope called him brown sugar at some point. <laughs> I mean, honestly, she probably did. She calls him a lot of different nicknames. Yeah. I mean, are they mildly problematic? Mildly. A little bit. But it's it, it's fun because he doesn't mind it. They both are willing participants. Yeah. And I think that it, there's an established, like, you know, trust and friendship there. It's not like... Some random guy that I had talked to for two days calling me a caramel queen. Ew. It was gross. Ew. He knew very little about me, and then it became clear why he was interested. Ugh, I immediately. hate that. So, you know, brown sugar is a little different than that. I love Derek Morgan and Penelope's relationship. I love that. It's so cute. If anybody doesn't know, first of all, stop listening immediately and watch Criminal Minds. Watch Criminal Minds. Um, For so many reasons. So many reasons. Mainly murder, but also friendship. Friendship. And codependency. Codependency. They all, they don't have any other friends except each other. No. It's cute, though. It's really cute. Also, the very lesbian vibes of mm. Emily Prentice with JJ. Ugh, so good. Yeah. There's there's untapped potential in that relationship for sure. There's untapped potential in so many relationships. I know. And you're just like... Which way is up? Oh, no. Now there's a murder. Oh, no. Now one of the team members is is in peril. Oh, no. Murder. Murder. Who would you date out of the BAU? This is tough because I I love Spencer Reed because I love, <laughs> love the Goobs. You know, Matthew Gray Goobler. Yeah. But I think Spencer will, would be kind of hard to be in actual relationship with. Because he's an actual genius. Yeah, first he would of all. just spit facts. Yeah, and as as cute as it would be, in the beginning, mm, you know, yeah. if I'm like, "Hey, can you take out the trash?" and he's like, "Actually, did you know that trash can has seven billion germs on it?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Okay, but take." <laughs> Actually, the word for trash can in Latin is <laughs> gubernatorial, and uh, that was that was proven in the last uh, Iliad trilogy. <laughs> I'd be like, "That's great." Take out the fucking trash, my guy. <laughs> Love you, Spencer Reed. Not going to happen. This is a, a, a latecomer to the BAU team, I but I instantly fell in love with him. 
It is Luke Alves. Oh, boy. Uh, what a handsome motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just he got a heart of gold. He's got eyes for Penelope, so you know he liked them thick queens. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's also a touch awkward, which is very cute. Yeah, it's so cute. And he's just like, oh, I, I don't... I don't know what to do. I'm just going to go hang out with my dog. Uh, <laughs> His dog. His dog, Roxy. His dog. He's, and he's a total gentleman. And Luke Alves, if you're listening to this, my DMs are open. Slide into those DMs. Slide Luke Alves, that. slide into those DMs with your dog. <laughs> with your dog, Roxy. <laughs> oh, my God. Who would you date? I also love Spencer Reed because I love Matthew Gray Goobler. Yeah. He filmed this weird comedy, like office style comedy series behind the scenes of Criminal Minds. It's very clearly him just improving with cast and crew behind the scenes, acting like an idiot, mm-hmm. acting also like an asshole. It's fantastic. It's so stupid and funny. And I just feel like I've that's his sense of humor, and that is also my sense of humor. Yeah. Like, it's perfect. So I love I love him for that reason. But also, Emily Prentice is my favorite character. Mm. I love her. I want to be her. Also, I am in love with her. Oh, that makes sense. It would be a toss-up between them, I think, for me. I mean, any any life with, you know, any form of Paget Brewster is, is that that's a life that I want. Kathy? From friends? God. Kathy was part of my bisexual awakening. Oh, really? I was like, wow, she's so beautiful. I hope she's on this for so long. Yeah. I hope that she becomes a a big character. And then I was heartbroken because she, you know, had had her little arc when it was mm-hmm. over. I know. Padgett was in a couple of other things that I always just like, I took note immediately when she was on screen. She was in that grandfathered. Have you, did you ever watch that no, with John I didn't. Stamos and I think Josh Peck? Oh my God, no, I didn't. <laughs> it wasn't good, but it wasn't bad. And she was in it. She played Josh Peck's mom and she was just, you know, hot and spunky as per usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's a big reason why I watched so much of it. Okay, rapid fire. Give me four to five names of who contributed to your bisexual awakening. Velma from the live action. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> live action Scooby-Doo. Hell yes. Especially when she was wearing that leather outfit. Are you fucking Yes. Are you fucking yep. hitting me. 1,000%. <laughs> that really hot, <laughs> hot, I don't want to say it. Have you seen the Goofy movie? Oh my God, yes. I, she's on my list too. The girl with the books. Yes, the girl with the books. Oh my God. And I also, don't remember her name. Lola Bunny. Lola she's, Bunny. I'm putting them in the same little category because I was just like, why, yeah, yeah, why yeah. is this happening to This me? is weird. This is like almost my exact list. This is so <laughs> funny. Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm, now I'm stuck on fucking cartoons. Miss Vellum from- Who's that? Or Bellum from Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> sister that didn't even have a face. <laughs> she had a body, yaddy, yaddy. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my God. Christine Baranski and the Grinch. Oh. The the mayor's girlfriend. Yep. Oh, shucks. Um, <laughs> I love that you use that unironically. <laughs> Makes me so happy. Oh my God, I just had it. Oh, <laughs> George Lopez show. 
Did you ever what? watch that? No. Oh my god, George Lopez had a whole ass show. Yeah, I'm and, aware. And his wife Angie. Okay, I have to look her up. She was she she slapped. She she was banging on a on a whole other level. She. Was, oh girl. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So those are those are mine. I love it. What are yours? Well, you said half of mine. <laughs> Let's be clear. Lola Bunny, that girl from a Goofy movie, were like early, early faves. Mm. I don't know that Paget was like part of my bisexual awakening, but once I understood that I was a bisexual and I was sort of introduced to Paget on Criminal Minds, I was like, well, yeah, yeah, a thousand percent. When I had the vocabulary. F- for Absolutely. what I wanted. Yeah. And also wasn't like letting my religious trauma stand in my way. <laughs> um, post Parks and Rec, Aubrey Plaza. Oh. When she started, it's not like she's getting hot, but like, do you know what I mean? Like on Parks and Rec, April was like not supposed to be a bisexual icon, but the roles that she had after that, almost all of them have been iconic yeah. and also bisexual. She's popping off in a major way. Um, Those are big ones for me. The way that you feel about Aubrey Plaza, I kind of feel about Katherine Hahn. Oh, Katherine Hahn. Like, I love her on so many levels, but she was always, you know, funny and a standout because she was funny. And now, like, Hollywood's taking notice that we fucking love her, so they're putting her in a lot more roles, and so she's getting, like, magazine covers and photo shoots, and then you're just like, oh, hot damn. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking babe, bro. Yeah. And so now I'm in love with Katherine Hahn. That makes sense. Um, because I feel like we probably should talk about the thing that we actually mind-melded. Oh. Okay. We can leave. We can leave hotties. Only because, well, I thought I have a story. A, oh. little, a little bit of a story okay. about brown sugar. It's not really... It's not a story at all. It's a fact. <laughs> I don't have a story. I have a fact, but it's a fact that you don't know. Great. About me. Yeah. And that's what we're doing here, is, right? Uh, yes. And I probably shouldn't talk about other people I find attractive on our date. Yeah, honestly, that's kind of rude. Sorry. Uh, you know, it's just like I got a lot of uh, people in the rotation right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, you're just going to really have to wow me. Uh, Okay, well, this fact is not a wow fact. This is just a fact that mildly relates to brown sugar and therefore is connected to our mind meld subject. Lay it on me, mama. When I was growing up, my mom would always make us cream of wheat in the morning. Do you ever have cream of wheat? No. It is really good. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it's good. It was good when I was a kid. I guess I should have it again, like, more recently. More recently? I should have it in the near future. I should. (laughs) My brain is so fried. (laughs) I should try it soon. Great. I should try it soon to figure out if it's still good. Mm. But at least for my recollection, it was good as a kid. And but it's kind of bland if you don't put anything on it. And I always put on white sugar and my brother always put on brown sugar. Mm. And for some reason, that felt important to me as a child, and therefore I remembered that fact. I love it. That's a good fact. Is it a good fact, or are you just being nice? It's a good fact. Oh, my God. (laughs) Give me a fact about brown sugar that you know. It's white sugar with molasses. Is it? I think. (laughs) I could be making that up, but I'm pretty sure. 
Look, I'm not trying to force this into a box here, but like what we should talk about. But I just felt like. No, yeah. I I just just talk about it. I have more white sugar stories or like facts. Okay. um, Than I do brown sugar. Give me a white sugar fact. My grandma used to always give me a spoonful of sugar for hiccups. And to this day, it's the only thing that can get rid of my hiccups. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Why do I feel like like white sugar, It like a, a jar of white sugar with a spoon in it, is a very like a grandparent thing? Yeah. Like we have one, mm-hmm. but for some reason it doesn't register as like a everyone thing. For me, it's very closely tied with like grandparents. Yeah. I mean, it's I, there are different types of sugar containers that kind of hold different spaces for me. Like the, the, you know, bowl of it with a spoon is very grandma. I still have the little sugar bear. Sugar bear. And my mom introduced me to, I was like, everybody's got a sugar bear. No, she just put a, put sugar in a, a honey bear and put a little label on it. Now we have sugar bear. Now you have sugar bear. What do you think about having a brown sugar bear? Is that weird? No. And yes, okay. I think that it makes sense. Cause you, you know, whenever we want brown sugar, we have to, like, go into the cabinet, pull out the little Tupperware, get a scoopy thing. Yeah. Scoop it in. But brown sugar tends to clump more than white sugar where it's a little bit drier and yeah. brown sugar is a little bit more m- moist. So I don't think it would pour out of a sugar bear. But maybe there's, like, a different solution. Mm. I'm curious because at least brown sugar bear would be closer in tone to an actual bear. Mm. That's sort of why I thought of it. Polar bear. Well, yeah. Did you know polar bear's skin is black? I didn't know that. It's black, but their fur is white. That's kind of cute. Isn't it cute? That's pretty cute. I went through a huge polar bear phase when I was in like fifth grade. I loved polar bears, specifically the Coca-Cola polar bears. (laughs) I just really loved those commercials and I loved them. And we had this like end of year project where we put all of our writing together in one binder Mm -hmm. and then we got graded on it but then we also took it home I still have it at my mom's house and we had to theme it in some sort of way and I made the theme coca-cola polar bears I love it it's very weird but a little bit but also like I bet you that teacher has never had that theme happen again or before no yeah you are you really stood out you're, I still do. You're a standout, Bonnie. Thanks, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Banana bread at, at work. work. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is um, falling apart pretty quickly. We yeah. are not as cohesive as the last mind meld. No, that other one worked out so well. My brain is a little fried. Yeah. How do you meld fried things, you know? Yeah, we should have melded. We could have talked about fried things for a long time. Mm. Yeah, we had fried things yesterday. Did you? Well, yeah, we had the burgers and yeah. fries as our dads. As our dads, we had um, fried food. And then I also got little donut things, which were bomb. Oh, my God, those are so good. So, Shout out Red Robin. Shout out Red Robin. Red Robin, my DMs are open. <laughs> Slide on in there. Red Robin. Oh slide into her DMs. Red Robin. Yum. Oh <laughs> yum. Yum. Red Robin. Yum. God damn it. We got to end this before we start sexualizing Red Robin. Well, hasn't it already happened? Yeah, it has. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, as Red Robin. Red Robin. Yum. You know what you've done. <laughs> Yum. God damn. All right, I'm out. I gotta go. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta go. Thanks for coming to the living room. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan, with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.